All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. In this episode, you're going to learn five big fitness mistakes to avoid this year. Let's jump into this episode. You know, the past two years, I've released an episode in the first month of the year that's devoted to helping you achieve your fitness goals as quickly as possible, while also avoiding common mistakes. So these episodes include the six best ways to stick to your New Year's resolution and the top six New Year's resolution mistakes. Well, I'll put a link to those over at quickanddirtytips.com in the show notes for this episode, which is episode number 219. So now, in the spirit of keeping the ball rolling, I'm going to warn you about five fitness mistakes that can keep you from reaching your goals, mistakes that you can now avoid for faster fitness results. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. The first fitness mistake is eating to exercise, then exercising to eat. You know, it's a little bit funny if you think about the daily habits of many exercise enthusiasts. We wake up, we eat lots of food, we go to the gym so we can burn that food off, and then eat after the workout so we can refill our food stores. It's easy to get stuck in this vicious, energy-draining cycle of eating, exercising, and then eating some more. But exercise can actually become more fun and much more meaningful when, instead of being utilized as a calorie-burning movement protocol, it's instead used to prepare you for specific events in life, like exercising to get ready for a triathlon, a run, a golf tournament, or a tennis game. Exercising to look good in your swimsuit in the summer. Exercising to get out and get fresh air and experience nature. Frankly, it's stressful on the body to push it into a consistent cycle of working hard to digest food, then working hard to burn that food off. So ask yourself an honest question. Do you simply exercise because you ate a few too many cookies the night before? Or is your exercise more meaningful than that? Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. 
The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. And now let's move on to mistake number two. Mistake number two is sitting all day and then exercising. Well, research has shown that no matter how much you exercise at the beginning or the end of the day, you still have a significant cardiovascular and chronic disease risk factor if you spend eight hours a day sitting or even more than two hours at any given time. So rather than feeling like you need to rush off to the gym after work to combat your sedentary day, wouldn't it be nice to have your workout be optional since you spent all day being physically active? Well, in the episode Seven Ways to Burn Calories by Standing More, you learn that you can stand while you're at your desk, stand while talking on the phone, and stand while snacking, all of which burn a lot more calories than sitting to do those same things. Additionally, in my episode on unconventional ways to burn fat, you learn even more tricks to make that end-of-the-day workout optional, like stopping once in a while to do jumping jacks or squats, yes, even in your office or your bathroom stall, wearing a weighted vest, and even doing deep breathing exercises. If you make it a habit, you can build in some exercise all day long. For example, while I'm recording this episode, I'm standing. I also do 10 squats after I finish fixing each writing mistake. <laughs> Easy, huh? Okay, let's jump into mistake number three, which is staying at comfortable temperatures. I was actually listening to a guy named Daniel Vitalis speak recently at a conference. He used the interesting contrast of a big, lean, mean, gray wolf and a domesticated, pampered, scrawny chihuahua. Well, both are dogs, but the former has had to face significant environmental challenges on a daily basis that force it to become more powerful, more stress-resistant, and more resilient, while that latter, the chihuahua, has lived life in a bubble and would probably die if you left it outside overnight. So whenever I subject my body to things like a daily cold shower or a weekly visit to sweat things out in the sauna or avoid fussing around with the temperature control settings in my car or sleeping in a very cold room, I remind myself that I'm becoming more like a strong wolf than a wimpy chihuahua. Well, by subjecting your body to some discomfort every day, including not relying on your indoor heater and air conditioner constantly, you force your body to shift blood and produce fat-burning hormones like adiponectin and protective proteins like heat shock proteins, all of which give you superior fitness and fat loss and help you achieve your fitness goals faster. So mistake number four is not having a clearly defined goal. Quick question. What's your fitness goal for three months from now? Running a 5K? Losing 20 pounds of fat? Dropping three pant sizes? Getting your triglycerides below 100? Or do you have this vague goal to just look good or weigh less or feel healthy? Well, unless you have a scheduled and clearly defined goal, you're setting yourself up to fail. One of the first things that I personally do in January of each year is I sit down and make a schedule of which events I want to compete in or achieve, but I don't stop there. 
I then whip out my credit card and sign up for those events. And I don't stop there either. I then post those events to my Facebook page so people know I signed up, giving me some pretty powerful extrinsic motivation and accountability. So rather than vowing to look good in a swimsuit, why not go and buy that swimsuit that's three sizes smaller than what you're wearing right now? Then hang it in your bathroom so you have to see it every day. Then take a photo of it, post it to whatever social media account you use, and tell the world you're going to be wearing that at the beach exactly three months from now. See the difference between that and just wanting to weigh less? Okay, mistake number five is spending too much time in no man's land. While I've written plenty of times about the benefits of high-intensity interval training, also known as HIT training, but it seems like when I'm at the gym or watching people exercise, folks still aren't getting the message that HIT means you're going hard, very hard. Instead of hopping on a treadmill to run for 30 seconds as hard as possible, then walk for 90 seconds and repeat that, say, 8 to 10 times, it's too tempting to just simply run or walk at a steady, slightly hard pace for 30 to 45 minutes. See, we seem to be wired with an innate urge to avoid frequent fluctuations in pace, despite these fluctuations having been shown to give us the biggest cardiovascular and metabolic benefits. We inherently prefer to exercise in that no-man's-land zone of slightly hard, but not too hard. Well, this year, make it your goal to avoid long periods of aimless, mindless, steady-state cardio at a moderate pace, and to instead experiment with extremely hard intervals and hard surges, followed by full recovery periods. The latter will get you far more fitness, bang for your buck. So that's it. Do you have more questions about these five fitness mistakes that can keep you from reaching your fitness goals? Well, go to facebook.com slash getfitguy and ask your questions there. And until next time, I'm the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Get fit.